was looking at, you know, container homes. Everyone knows it's horrible to build out of containers. I didn't look to also like the wood, but wood's such low quality. There's no way to quickly frame out a building. Looking around the world, came across this product in Korea. Welcome to the Tiny House Lifestyle Podcast, the show where you learn how to plan, build, and live the tiny lifestyle. I'm your host, Ethan Waldman, and this is episode 208 with Harrison Langley. It's not often that I get to introduce you to new building technologies, but today is just one of those days. My guest, Harrison Langley, is the founder of the company Boxvana, a composite structural insulated panel manufacturer and modular builder. Their technology is called LightPan, and it's actually a composite sip that replaces the wood with a composite material and is up to four times lighter than a conventional wood sip. The applications for tiny homes on wheels are obvious, and also just the thermal properties of these panels along with the weight make them an incredible new technology. I was really excited to get Harrison Langley on the show, and I'm excited for you to learn all about LightPan and these new SIPs. I hope you stick around. But before we get started, did you know that I personally send Tiny House Newsletter every week on Tuesdays? It's called Tiny Tuesdays, and it's a weekly email with Tiny House news, interviews, photos, and resources. It's free to subscribe, and I even share sneak peeks of things that are coming up, ask for feedback about upcoming podcast guests, and more. It's really the best place to keep a pulse on what I'm doing in the Tiny House space, and also stay informed of what's going on in the Tiny House movement. To sign up, go to thetinyhouse.net slash newsletter where you can sign up for the Tiny Tuesdays newsletter. And of course, you can unsubscribe at any time. I will never send you spam. And if you ever don't want to receive emails, it's easy to unsubscribe. So again, that's thetinyhouse.net slash newsletter. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy next week's Tiny Tuesdays newsletter. I am here with Harrison Langley. Harrison is the founder and CEO of Boxvana, a composite structural insulated panel manufacturer and modular builder. Harrison Langley, welcome to the show. Ah, Thank you, Ethan. Glad to to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. So I guess um, just to start off, super basic, um, what is a composite structural insulated panel and how is that different from say, a SIP that is made of OSB and closed cell phone? So there's a, there's a lot of different SIPs out there. This is the one we make, LightPan. Okay. What's different is we use a composite skin, ah. which is super thin, compared to metal or a wooden skin, which is common in the SIP industry. So uh-huh. with this, we get a lot of extra strength. So this, this panel, even though it's incredibly lightweight, it's uh, comparable to a reinforced concrete wall. Wow, and we're able to make these panels in nine by forty foot dimensions, um, and it only weighs, you know, a couple hundred pounds, like three hundred fifty, four hundred pounds for. So that size, that mega panel, there's really no other panel as large as ours and can do the the same span. So commercial, residential roofs, we use it for everything. Mega panel, I like that. <laughs> no, that's that's really exciting because you know, as I'm sure you're aware 
tiny house folks who are building on a trailer are are especially looking for ways to save on weight and and as tiny houses are getting bigger up into the 30 to 40 foot range we are winding up with with houses that weigh you know 13 15 even 20,000 pounds um yeah. what do you estimate is the weight savings of the light pan versus your traditional OSB sip oh it's, <laughs> it's probably four times lighter like a similar size wood panel would be like 4000 pounds more like <laughs> it's it's incredibly light comparatively and since wow. we can do it in such big size even if tiny homes get you know 12 by 34 the largest mm-hmm. PMRV out there yep under 400 square feet you can have one wall as one panel Wow. So your framing goes down to a couple hours from a, a couple weeks. Fantastic. So there's a there's a pretty cool time lapse on on boxvana.com that I'll that I'll link to or I'll try to even embed that in the show notes page just showing kind of the walls going up. And it just looks like the rough openings for the windows are just kind of pre-cut right into those right into those walls. Yeah, so we have a CNC machine that can do a 90 by 40 foot panel on the biggest CNC machines around. So yep. whenever we do a custom build or for another tiny home manufacturer, we just need their their drawings. We do a, yep. a, a shop drawing for our panel layout and cut them out yep. ready to go. Exact openings, usually 90, 90% cut when we ship them to someone else. Got it, got it. So in terms of the skin, um, do people choose to kind of use that as their interior finished wall and their exterior siding or do you need to then kind of protect that they can we definitely have people who just leave it as is um and paint it it has a Mm -hmm. 20-year uv shield it's a double water barrier so um it's definitely a good good exterior but a coat of silicon or any facade really uh, helps keep the uv out even longer than 20 years yeah than the current protection can you so if you were going to Say you wanted to make your tiny home look more rustic and you wanted to put up like shiplap, like wooden siding. Can oh, you yeah. can you nail right into it or do you can you only glue to it or screw and glue? Screw and glue. Yeah. Rivets work really well too, but a lot of people don't have experience with rivets. I have to say I don't have any experience with rivets either. No. <laughs> um and and then what um what types of insulation? I'm assuming you can do different, different kinds of of foams. Yeah, so we use a Neopore BASF product. Really like mm-hmm. that's R5 per inch. So our standard okay. walls are four inches or R20, and our standard roofing six inch R30. Mm-hmm. And that's a complete envelope. Yep, floors R20 as well. So try to wrap the whole thing. So no thermal bridging. <laughs> yep, yep. And can people, um, you know? say, you know, I'm in Vermont, for example, say I wanted that six inch construction all around. Is that, is that possible? Yeah. We go up to, you know, 10 inch R50 Wow, for Northern States, Arctic. Okay. Okay. And, um, in terms of the framing that is required, is there, is there any framing that goes into the, the city? Yeah. For, for a tiny yeah. home, the, the sub is your frame. Yeah. That's your structure. Yep. I can definitely do those 12 foot, 10 foot spans. Mm-hmm. No real needed support. Yeah. So are you manufacturing? So, so Boxvana seems like it's the, the house building arm. Is there, 
Is it a different company that does the light pan or are you kind of all all in one? It's it's under one umbrella. We also do our own trailers, Rhino trailers. Okay. Do our own furnishings. Okay. Oh, nice. Annabelle furnishings. Um, so it's a lot of different companies mixed up in there. Yeah. How did you how did you get into this? Uh, you know, just have a real estate uh background, construction background. Okay. I was looking at, you know, container homes like five, six years ago, but yep. everyone knows it's horrible to build out of containers. Too much modification, single use containers aren't aren't the best. And they're very narrow. Yep. I then looked also like the wood, but wood such low quality, there's no way to quickly frame out a building um, with a standard material. Then Katera found that out the hard way. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at SIPs or really composites. So I went with a local group, Strongwell, out of Virginia to build my first tiny home, but very expensive. And mm-hmm. looking around the world, came across this product in Korea, licensed it for the U.S., started manufacturing it from there. Wow. Way to spread the word, started making tiny homes or PMRVs and RVs. What's a PMRV? A park model, recreational vehicle. Okay. It's the category model, most of our it. homes fall under. Got it. So they can be steel frame, permanently attached to a foundation. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Um, and the steel frame, is that just the base of it? It's or is there the some steel framing that goes in? Yeah, okay. or it's the trailer. Okay. So um, how much does the... I see on your website there's there's the canary that looks like a fourteen foot tiny home. Twenty by eight. Oh, twenty. Yeah. Okay, twenty by eight. And that weighs just fifty five hundred. Yeah, pounds. and that's with a lot of wood in it. Uh, you can make it four thousand pounds pretty easily. That's that's pretty incredible. I mean, that's getting you back into towable with with uh, a pickup truck that is. Oh, yeah. More commonly owned, oh, yeah. I'd say. This is more like a forever RV. So it's towable by, it's under that 5,500 pound limit, really that 7,000 pound limit. Mm-hmm. Almost anything can tow it. Yep. Yep. Now, is, um, you know, on the site, it says, you know, starting at 65,000. Would that, would 65,000 get you like a fully completed yeah. model with like, you know, hot water and yeah, all utilities your, all the and a kitchen and all that? Yeah. Bathroom. Finished finish unit, baseline. Very nice. No wood, so it'd be, it'd be under 5,000 pounds. Impressive. How, um, and you mentioned that you're doing some work for other, other tiny home manufacturers? Uh, just uh, shells. Okay. Right, so other people are kind of finishing, finishing out the shell. Yeah, uh, we sell the panels to anyone, anyone who wants them, right? Right, right. And has that, you know, has that caught on? Have you been getting like individual tiny house? Uh, it took off more like in grow houses, grow rooms. Okay. So, yeah. oh, so you know, like large 20,000 square foot spaces, 9,000 square foot spaces, just wrapping the uh, interior of pre-existing buildings. Okay. And just to give it incredible thermal. Yeah. Being problems. able to control an environment in a room. Um, uh, medical space. They built a 74 room hospital and a 32 room hospital mm-hmm. using these panels just because they can control mm-hmm. the, having a negative or positive pressure, meaning yep. no air is going in, no new air cycling in from the outside or keeping inside air inside. Got it. 
So in terms of the, um, the air sealing that goes into it, are the panels, I'm guessing there's some kind of attachment system that holds the panels together and then are they taped together? Glued and screwed uh, with angle steel okay. in the corners, basically. Okay. Seals them up nice and tight. Very cool. Very cool. And how long has, has Boxvana been building these, these uh, homes? I guess we've been around almost four years this summer. Okay. And do you have, um, I'm guessing you've got people living in, in these homes all over the country. All over the country. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Airbnbs. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, that's certainly one way that people are using tiny houses. And, and again, like just with the weight factor here, um, you know, just makes moving them so much easier. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially like the more getaway model. I don't know if you've seen those getaway yeah. houses, but it's basically our, our sure. canary with a slight modification. Ah, okay. That's uh, well, I, I won't, I won't tell anybody, <laughs> although they'll hear this when the podcast comes out. Yeah. No, just add a big window in the front. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that's a good point with the, with the sip, you know, you can put a wall of glass in a lot easier than if you were framing that wall. Yeah. Especially if you know the measurements beforehand, because we're going to see it and see it out precisely. Certainly, certainly. But you know, no, no header required. Right. No header required. <laughs> um, so tell me about the, the trailers, um, why did you go the route of kind of building your own trailers rather than, you know, because you can't really buy them. Can you? <laughs> it's, it's really hard. The big manufacturers like Clayton yeah. have contracts with the larger trailer groups. So if you really want mm-hmm. a uh, 11, eight by 34 foot trailer, Clayton has them all. So yeah, we, we make those larger size, which is like the 400 square foot. And then, you know, the eight by 24s, we make those as well. Mm-hmm. It's all in house right now, but we can make a trailer a day just just that way. <laughs> nice. So, are the trailers um, could they be used by anyone building a tiny house, or are they or are they specific? Oh, anyone. Yeah, we we sell them to other tiny home manufacturers for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're not like necessarily specific to working with SIPs. Even. No. Yeah. Uh, just. For tiny homes in general. Nice. And uh, PMRVs. Nice. Uh, I apologize in advance for the kind of technical question, but this is one that I always like to just hear how different manufacturers and builders um, get around this, which is even in a SIPS tiny home, when you're building on a trailer, um, you know, there's oftentimes can be a problem area where the base of the wall meets the trailer. If that's not also coming down and touching the insulated floor, you know, sometimes people will build out onto the flange of their trailer and then they end up with this thermal short circuit, a place where moisture can, can collect. Um, how do, how do your builds work in terms of does the SIP sit on top of the trailer? Does it sit within the trailer? And how do you deal with that, that cold spot there? Yeah. So the entire trailer is covered with the SIP, and I think we put a one-foot overhang on all the edges. Okay. Where it isn't, we can do up to a four-foot overhang with, with our panels. Mm-hmm. And then the walls are connected right to that SIP. So. Wow. So that SIP is strong enough to just cantilever out over the trailer and just take the full weight of the building on it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, up to four feet, really. Sweet. We're only doing a foot, six inches. Four feet's a lot. Yeah. Good, some good, you know, no columns in the front of your house, and you get a good, good porch for that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I know that, um, you know, some SIPs manufacturers will kind of machine in like a, a chase for wiring and electrical. Um, how, how do you handle that in the, um, for the composite? We, we can do that, but usually we cover the inside with furring strips to run the electrical and the furring strips and then drywall on top of it. Okay. So, so the drywall works. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that early on in the tiny house movement, there was kind of a allergy to drywall in the sense that there was concern that it would crack um, when you move the structure and also just that it's, you know, not the lightest material out there. So a lot of tiny houses are covered in wood and it seems like these homes don't, don't move in the sense that the drywall doesn't. Yeah. The drywall does crack. Yeah. We haven't had a problem with it transporting from our factory anywhere quite yet. Nice. Nice. What's the like turnaround time? You know, if I order a canary from you today, like when, when am I going to get it? Three, Three to four months. Three, four months. Got it. And, and these are, as you mentioned, I think before we started rolling, these are these are built in a factory. Yeah, built in a factory, fifty thousand square feet, ready ready to pump them out. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Well, I mean, it's it's really exciting. I love seeing new building technologies being applied, and and I think that tiny houses, in a way, are a great uh, kind of entry for experimental new efficient building technologies because the houses aren't that big maybe less can go wrong um and you know then us tiny house dwellers get to experience some you know amazing thermal characteristics amazing um you know just tightness and all those things oh yeah takes it to a whole nother level when you're not dealing with wood anymore (laughs) uh you're dealing with one panel that's one wall yeah you can definitely feel more off grid, you know, put 14 solar panels on a battery pack, mm-hmm. composting toilet, get the, get rid of your black water and good to go. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, so we do have a couple of, uh, tiny house engage members are kind of, of listening into the live stream and, um, you know, one question's coming in and and I don't know that we'll do it here on the live call, but I would love to include these on the the show notes page. You know, do you have any pictures or diagrams or kind of white paper type things that we can, you know, offer to our listeners to to check out and, and yeah, see? For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll, you know, to Bill who's listening, um, we'll do that uh on the show notes. We'll we'll include some some pictures and diagrams. I don't wanna mess with a screen share during the the podcast interview oh yeah for sure we'll, we'll send over a packet of information and then our website's pretty intuitive cool how are the um how are the houses um ventilated uh usually we put an erv in okay you know little box keeps the air circulating yeah on stagnant yeah because i would imagine that in a in a house this tight, it's important to have that air exchange. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. That instances where the, uh, 
air inside grew real cold and stayed cold and heat up during the day and you have that negative pressure keeping the door closed <laughs> yeah oh wow mm. <laughs> you hear a hiss when you open the door yeah, right. the air escaping <laughs> very sci-fi so i'm just looking at some of the features and kind of upgrades that you can offer um that a radiant heated floor is an option um do you do that with electric and is there is there a tile or some thermal mass that that you go with? Yeah, it's all electric. It's a really thin material called lamni heat out of Germany that uh, that we use. Okay. And we just apply it to the floor right on top, right underneath the uh, the vinyl or uh, the tongue and groove flooring. Uh huh. Uh huh. Works, works great. Nice. So for for a customer who might be interested in a in a house that they are going to finish themselves like a a shell um do you do you ship it flat or do you only sell it kind of as a completed shell no we'll ship flat flat panels all the time okay so you could someone could essentially order their house and have it shipped out on their trailer and then they kind of put it together um yeah yeah they could if they wanted to. They could if they wanted to. We haven't had anyone buy a trailer and get panels shipped to them yet, but, you know, we can do it. Yeah, it would strike me that it would be easier to have the factory setting be where the walls are stood up and attached and, and secured. Um, just because I would imagine that to do that yourself, you either need a team of people or you need... A couple Three or um, four guys. A crane. What do you need? Yeah, three or four guys. <laughs> and the knowledge of at least a Girl Scout troop. Yeah, I was going to say some guys or gals or whoever to to help you lift up the walls and, and no. put them into I mean, place. We use a crane because we have one, but crane isn't needed. <laughs> yeah. BYOC. Bring your own no, crane. There you go. Um, so in terms of small houses i think the benefit is clear from a weight perspective what's um you know i see on this website there are some larger home models out there um how do you you know differentiate yourself and compete with you know regular sips for example when you're looking at a 1400 square foot house where the weight is less of a concern yeah it's all about the thermal bridging and the overall maintenance of the home I mean, what's just a yeah. lower quality product and with the modular manufacturer completing directly with Clayton homes, which they do 50,000 homes a year. I mean, they're low quality mm-hmm. homes. You can see them curvy going down the road, but uh, just someone who wants less maintenance and a better, better overall quality. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea here is that somebody could design a home and then just order the whole kit from, from you. Um, yeah. Comes comes in two pieces, installs on site. They just need a GC, a contractor, hold the permits, hook up the mechanical. Yeah. Right, ready to go. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty cool. I think that, you know, there's a a certain romance with the idea of like working with wood and like toiling and kind of framing up your house and standing up the walls and sheathing them and insulating them and all that. And uh you know, that's, it's almost a sacred cow, but this is kind of a way around that yeah. to save a lot of time. Time and money, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how does, 
how does that pencil out in terms of, um, you know, for example, the canary shell versus hiring a contractor to basically build you that same shell stick framed and insulated with spray foam? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a shell with a trailer is like 24000 finished. Mm-hmm. How are you to find that trailer? I don't know how much it would be out of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard that with, with traditional sips, it's about the same, but the difference is that, you know, with the sip, you're putting a lot more money into the materials. Whereas with the, you know, the contractors and the framers, you're putting a lot more of the money into the labor and less into the materials. Yeah. A lot more money into labor. Yeah. Yeah. That's where 60, 70% of your costs that we save you. So the savings is. Yeah. But like our like our four inch panels is like ten dollars a square foot. That's where it usually starts at. Okay. Do you have any kind of, for lack of a better word, demo models just like ready that are ready to ship, ready to yeah, go? Yeah, I have four models I'm trying to sell right now. All right. You can look at our Facebook or our YouTube page. We have a Henderson, a ten by thirty for fifty thousand. Uh huh. We have a Monaco. No appliances for 75, it's ready to go. An off-grid Halifax with, I think, 12 solar panels, Generac battery, mm-hmm. uh, 99,000. And then a mm-hmm. LG model, which is a 35 by 9 that's completely off-grid as well and bulletproof. So, yeah, we have some ready-to-go units. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, man, it, it's you're just like, you know, a wealth of information, just firing it off. Is there, is there anything that I, um, haven't asked you about, you know, about these, these homes or this construction technique that you're, you know, interested in learning more about, or that you're interested in telling us about? No, it's a check out our website, check out our YouTube videos. I'll send you more information to post, to share out. And yeah, glad to be on. Awesome. Well, Harrison Langley. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. This was, uh, I learned a lot. All right. Thanks, Ethan. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much to Harrison Langley for being a guest on the show today. You can find the show notes, including a complete transcript of this episode, photos of some of my favorite Boxvana models, and some YouTube videos that Harrison mentioned in the interview at thetinyhouse.net slash 208. Again, that's thetinyhouse.net slash 208. Well, that's all for this week. I'm your host, Ethan Waldman, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Tiny House Lifestyle Podcast.